T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We talked to our friend of the show, Tori McElhaney. She, of course, covers the Atlanta Falcons for atlantafalcons.com. Check out all of her work there and, of course, at Tory underscore McElhaney. Tori, as always, appreciate a few minutes here as we get ready for another week of Falcons football. Absolutely. Always appreciate talking to you guys. So I think this stat is, is interesting about the offensive philosophy of the Falcons. In their, th- in their four losses this year, they actually average 137.25 yards rushing per game, which is an outstanding number. But they've lost all four of those games. In their mm-hmm. three wins, they average 183 yards per game. So I know the narrative in the NFL has always been 100 yards is that magic number. But it does feel like with the questions about the passing game and this, that, and the other, it feels like that 150 is going to have to be kind of the bar for the Falcons to be able to find a way to win some of these games. I know that's not an easy number to get to, but it is starting to become the trend of where they have to be offensively. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think we've talked a little bit over the course of the first month and a half now of the season that the identity of the Falcons is a physical run-first offense, and and that's kind of where they are at this point in time and, and where they like to be. And, you know, I, I go back to the, uh, the, the, game, the Cleveland game where they – basically ran the ball 40 times in that game. And it's like, is that the clip of which, like, they need to stay at in order to be successful? And, you know, these stats that you're talking about, too, it it does make you wonder where they go from here. And I think I was actually talking to Alameda Zacchaeus in the the locker room earlier today, and I was talking to him about the pass game and, and kind of essentially feeling like, you know, this isn't a team anymore. This isn't an offense anymore that is going to throw the ball 40 to 50 times in a game. That's not, that's not where they're at right now. And so being able to not just capitalize on those passing yard moments, but when like that, that's something that they have to do better and they have to ex- execute better. And he even said, he's like, you know, we do understand that we need to be more of a balanced offense. And that is something that we're working towards. I think the Bengals loss was actually something that was very eye opening for this team in regards to where they want to go offensively. And, you know, Tori, I don't think that if they threw it 50 times or five times, they were going to beat the Bengals on Sunday. Just so many injuries and and you got a hot team and just I think there were a lot of things working against them. This is my concern, though, with the offense. We get into a game against, you know, maybe not a great team. Let's just take this Sunday. You get into a game like Sunday, and let's say Carolina's got you shut down for 55, 60 yards, and you got nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and you're down by 10. 
at some point, you're going to have to incorporate your passing game. And what concerns me is it's not even about balance. What I'm getting concerned is are we becoming more than just run dependent? I mean, are we almost becoming like we're incompetent in some ways in the passing game that we're not even taking some chances here or there, even down by two or three touchdowns? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So I think that looking back on the second half of the the loss to the Bengals, I, I think there is kind of a level of there is this narrative going around that the Falcons didn't pass the ball. Like they didn't even try or attempt to pass the ball. And that is just honestly, it's just not true. When you go back and watch, they only had 18 plays over the course of that second half, which is not a lot <laughs> in and of itself, 18 plays. But I want to say anywhere from 10 to 13 of those plays were technically dropbacks where Marcus Mariota is trying to get the ball downfield to the receivers. Now, I say 10 to 13 because I think there is a discrepancy there, like with some of the sacks and then some of the runs that Mariota had, were those design runs or not? Like, there, there, there is a discrepancy there. But it wasn't like in the second half they were exclusively going, trying not to throw the ball. It, that wasn't the case. What was the case is they were have. It wasn't the issue of being able to throw the ball. It was being able to execute and produce when throwing the ball. And I think that is the difference in kind of the the argument that I would make is that they are throwing the ball in these obvious situations where they need to throw the ball and they're coming from behind and all those kind of things. But they're not executing at the clip where it becomes successful successful for them to do that on a consistent basis. I think that's the difference that I, I feel like people need to understand about this. And that's what Arthur Smith has talked about this week. That's what some of the receivers I've talked to this week, they've been talking about executing in the moments that matter. And I think that's exactly what they mean when we talk about the second half of that Bengals loss. Tori McElhaney from AtlantaFalcons.com joins us for a weekly conversation here on the WadeFord.com hotline. I think the other thing that is hurting them as well is Cordero Patterson has been so effective in helping them in the pass game in in using him in more than just the running game over the last couple of seasons he's been a definite part of what they want to do whether it was Matt that was here or Marcus Mariota but he's definitely a piece of that I do think that once they get him back besides having another guy who can help run the football I think his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield is going to aid in them being able to do some different things passing it. I completely agree. I mean, I, I think for for CP, and I'll even say this, when Arthur Smith was asked about CP coming back and kind of hoping that he could come back next week, he said, I'm excited to get CP back. I'm excited for him to be healthy again. And I, I think that's really important because, look, we, we know the importance of what CP is in this offense. But to your point about helping out in terms of the pass game, it really does. When you have Cordero Patterson out there, he adds such a level of mystery to 
what you do offensively because of his versatility that you, I mean, to be completely honest, you do not have right now at the running back position. I think that's important to say is that like, it's not anything against Tyler Algier or Caleb Huntley, because I think they've been doing some really, really good things with, with Patterson on IR, but having him coming out of the backfield, whether it's via a handoff or catching the ball out of the backfield, I think he just adds a certain level of versatility that the Falcons have kind of been missing over the course of the last four games. And I think you did see that when they are going up against a, a team as playing as well as the Bengals are right now. Tori, I know the Falcons have, it's either like the fourth or fifth most cap space available here. And of course, we're you know less than a week away now from the trade deadline. I personally don't think they're going to make any moves. I know they've said, look, we're always burning up the phone and we're always looking. And I get that and I understand that completely. Do you think realistically they're going to make any moves at the trade deadline or are they pretty well set with the group that they've got? Even injuries aside and things like that, they're going to play through what they've got and, and just kind of keep the roster as is. Yeah, I kind of lean towards that a little bit. I mean, I think all, it's really interesting because I feel like the NFL trade deadline is, is very different than some other professional leagues where it's a lot quieter than I think what you see in other other sports, other professional sports. But for the Falcons right now, I, I do think that it's a situation where you just keep moving forward. And, you know, even though you don't know kind of what's going to happen with Casey Hayward, you still feel like you're okay with Darren Hall and hopefully you can get AJ Terrell back. So I think as beat up as they are as a secondary right now, I think it's not beat up enough long-term to where you would maybe want to look to go out and get somebody and bring them in. And then at some other positions, I mean, there still is some pretty good depth. You're about to get CP back off of IR. I mean, there, there are some decisions that they'll have to make in terms of the, the running back position too. So I feel like it, that part of it is, if you're looking at it just from, from helping out depth injuries-wise, I feel like the Falcons are not in a terrible spot in that regard. And not have, They feel like they have to go out and get somebody. And, yeah, they do have money to play around with, but I think the last thing that this front office wants to do is to get into a situation where they're hurting for money. And they're not willing, I think, as a front office right now. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois now to do anything long term because they don't want to make the mistake of the last regime in terms of handing out any contracts that are going to linger and hurt them in the long run. So I think that is something that this organization under this leadership is very cognizant of. Last thing for you, Tori. Um, it was good to see them get home on the pass rush last week. We talked about the fact that Burrow had been sacked so many times and it felt like a week he could get healthy. Look, I, I you know, pressures and hurries are great, but sacking the quarterback is the name of the game. That's what gets you paid. That's what they put in that stat sheet. So I thought it was good to see that. I'm hoping this weekend that some of that momentum that they kind of got themselves back on track that carries over to Carolina this week. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. And it, it was good for them to kind of get that momentum. But the thing about it is, is like, I think 
yes, the sacks are all well and good, but this entire defense has a lot to prove going into this next uh, next week. I mean, when you give up over 500 yards of total offense, like, yes, it was nice to have those sacks, but at the cost of what? You know, like, it, it's, it's almost like it, – I don't want to say, like, what does it matter? Because it does matter, I think, in the long run, especially because you have guys like D'Angelo Malone, guys like Arnold Ebicchetti, who are these young rookies that are still trying to figure things out in the league and figure out what they do best. So it does matter in that regard. But as a defense, it's almost like, yeah, okay, well, we sacked Joe Burrow, but he also threw for – I mean, he broke records for the Bengals organization for how many passing yards he had in that game. So – I almost take it with a grain of salt. I think this coming game against Carolina is a good opportunity to see if they can kind of rebound and regroup from that and still see the same type of like sack production that they had against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And this is going to be a different challenge too, because of what we have seen PJ Walker be able to, to do when he is extending plays with his legs or vice versa. So that, that is another layer to this that, I think you have to think about as well. LandonFalcons.com is where you check out our work at Tori underscore McElhaney on Twitter. Tori joined us on the WadeFord.com hotline. Tori, as always, appreciate it. We will chat again next Wednesday. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.